Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Heartbreakers. Welcome back to another episode of The Breakup Breakdown, where once again, the holy trinity of people who are trying to sound like we know what we're talking about when it comes to relationships. <laughs> I'm here with coworker Justin. <laughs> <laughs> The Holy Trinity. We need, I like we need that. a soundboard. Should we hire a producer? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know we don't have the budget for that. We're gonna be hiring too many and producers. Lexi. Hello. I almost flaked. I did not. I'm here. You thought I was gonna. I was literally <laughs> Lexi. Love you to death. But sometimes you really do have to be tracking this girl down. You are like the biscuits at Thanksgiving dinner. Flaky. flaky. I am. I do be flaky <laughs> like those biscuits. But you know what? I do love a biscuit. So. No. There's that hot girl from the internet. There's uh, crop top coworker Justin, and there's that flaky girl from the internet. <laughs> Not like, oh, everybody needs a flaky Lexi in their life. Oh, speaking of Lexi flaking, Lexi oh, flaked no. on Thanksgiving Listen, dinner. I had a situation. My friend came into town. I had to be there. It was just, you know, months of my so friends. So did you house. not have like turkey at all? No, no, no. I oh, went okay. to my friend's house. I just like, situation happened at home. I'm not going to say it on the air. And my friend was going through it and he lives in Savannah and he's like, can I drive up? Okay. And then I knew my friends were hosting like a Friendsgiving. So I was like, I'll just bring him along. I didn't want to mm. like bring him to the smaller dinner with Abby and it'd be like yeah. gray area. <laughs> I think people thought me and Kennedy were on like a thing. Thanksgiving date because we just showed up and we were like, hello, here we are. Love it. Ready for our Thanksgiving dinner for two. I love which it. was lovely, by the way. Coworker Justin, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. good. It had the ups and downs as a Thanksgiving with family should. Not to get too into it, but we finally spread my grandma's ashes. Oh. Wow. Way to get dark yeah, on us. Like it, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> Why did you wait until Thanksgiving? It's been like six years. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. It's a whole thing. And my family, like a bunch of my cousins are really involved with sports and in college. So it's kind of hard to get us all together for my mom specifically like it was a real big burden on her like she kept being like we mm. need to do this because my grandma wanted to be spread her ashes at the beach in Ocean City New Jersey so it was like a whole thing so we finally got it done and I thought like you know it's been six years like oh we're fine but like man oh man it was waterworks and then after that we all got really drunk and played my wife's family tradition turkey bitch and that was a good time this is grandma would have wanted <laughs> it was a good time all right well let's break into this week's episode which was just like your family Thanksgiving a roller coaster of emotions mm-hmm. where we had a unfortunate Tinder. The only app that I ever was on of those was Tinder because it was like in its infancy. Like yeah. When it I was met like Nicole. the original dating app. Yes. And even then it was like known like this is more of a hookup thing. Right. Like, this yeah. isn't. We're just like a bunch of fake people. Like I feel like now on Tinder I'm like you're fake. You're fake. I was like you when I first went to college. I was like I can't wait to get on a dating app for <laughs> someone to ask me out on a date because boys didn't like me in high school. So then I got Tinder and I had all these hot photos because I got really hot my freshman year of college. <laughs> and then I was so confused why I was only getting people were only having conversations with me at like 11 p.m. and being like, come over. I'm like, that's not a good date, Jacob. (laughs) And then I got Bumble. (laughs) Now I have control here and everybody else has to deal with me first. And then that ended up being more of a nightmare experience than Tinder. So there was no God. I like Tinder in college though because at least those kids were like around you and you knew knew from somewhere. But like as you got got more drunk, it would start at like 25 miles, then you'd bounce it to 50 and then you'd bounce it to 200. Literally, it's like none of you are meeting my fancy here. No, every time I go out and I get on a dating app, I always wake up and I'm like, what was I on last yeah. night? <laughs> what happened? Why, what happened to Why me? did we have this conversation? Yeah, I feel like there's a pipeline. You're going from Tinder and then you go to Bumble. And then when you re- 
really start to get desperate, That's you like go hinge. on Hinge. Yeah. But like, is Hinge like legit, like serious? Like people are actually trying to the date? app that was meant to be deleted, and yeah. yet it's still on my phone. <laughs> right. I think when they say it was meant to be deleted, it's for you to get frustrated every Thanksgiving and be like, I'm deleting this. Yeah, you're this definitely not entering at the end of it if that's what they think that that's happening. Okay. I've used Hinge a lot, but it was Bumble for a really long time. Okay. I don't know why I'm not in my Bumble era anymore. You've never been on the Bumble. You've never been on Bumble? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, I don't know how it works because isn't it like Sadie Hawkins style? Wait, that's interesting <laughs> and I'm a because girl if you're interested swipe- in girls. So can they reach out to you? I have no idea. Or do you have to like label yourself as Should like. I create a Bumble as an experiment for the podcast? I'm actually very intrigued now. It's like uh, every other you're allowed to reach yeah. out to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like Sadie Hawkins and you guys both have the option. Interesting. I love how Bumble is. I have jeans on and she's wearing a skirt in her picture, I have to ask. Or vice versa. Do you have to label yourself as Which a Which one of us looks way more masked? I'm the one who has that. We should find out though, for real. We I should, don't know. Yeah, we I, should I, talk I, about the dating app purpose of this episode isn't even the highlight here. There's well, so much more. I know. I really have just gone on a massive tangent about the dating app. Is there a Costco app? My Where you can swipe God. on your Costco employees? Yeah, like, well, not even that. Like, like Trader Joe's should do that. Yo, where Whoa. are those Trader Hoes at? Let me get my Girl Boss Town era out. This would be oh. such a great marketing thing for Trader Joe's around Valentine's Day. You can swipe right and left on Trader Joe's. And then employees. once you walk into their store, like your order's placed, yep. all the things you swipe. Oh my right God, on. that would be amazing. Like go to cashier number 12 to get complimented. But this is like kind of off topic, but I thought for the longest time, Nicole and I thought we wanted a membership to like a Costco or like a Sam's Club. And mm. then I went in one the other day and I was just, oh, actually, I don't need 17 chicken breasts for the week. I do love going in there to get a free sample. I'm a free sample girly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so back to the original topic of the episode. Mm-hmm. So she swipes on Tinder. She matches with this dude and they get into a relationship. I don't know if she said it explicitly, but in the episode, she like confronted him about the first girl that she reached out to. And he was like, you don't need to worry about her. She's mm-hmm. got a kid. And it's always the ones they tell you not to worry about. 100%. If you feel like you have to worry, you should probably worry. Mm-hmm. Unless you have attachment issues, you don't necessarily need to be like <laughs> right. always freaking out. But if you feel something, if you have that gut feeling, trust your gut. Trust your gut. As Life Lessons with Lexi Life always says. Life Lessons with Lex. <laughs> Let's start that. Let's really dig into this because the main topic of debate, I feel like, was going through your partner's phone because that's mm-hmm. really how this breakup ended up getting incited. She had a gut feeling. She was like, I feel like I need to worry about that girl. She also mentioned that he was passed out drunk a lot. I think there's something we could explore with that a little bit, but but yes. <laughs> there were just multiple red flags here, <laughs> yeah. but it's okay. She's moved on to bigger and better things. Her new boyfriend is 6'4", and we love that for her. We love our short kings here, but we also <laughs> love our 6'4 men. Let's just get into it. Do you think she had a right to go through his phone? A right? Yes. Should she have? No. Obviously, in this scenario, that sounds wrong because she found out everything that was happening. I just don't think you should ever go through your partner's phone. There's like a strong line between like invasion of privacy, but also you have a reason to go look. Mm-hmm. If she felt secure and she felt confident and she, she felt was. nothing was going on, she wouldn't have felt the need to go look. And usually, unfortunately, mm-hmm. if you feel the need to go look, you're going to find something that bothers you. So I almost would say, and I think we talked about this the episode before, when Nicole goes through my phone, I don't have anything on there that I'm worried about, mm-hmm. but I still get a little like, what if like, I said a weird joke to my friends and she takes it the takes wrong it the way wrong or something? Way, like, yeah. I don't know. So there's that as well. You said like, if you go through the phone, you're going to find something that's upset to you off, even if it's not necessarily upsetting. I right, think, absolutely. And we've also talked about like, if you accidentally sent me something that was meant to go to Nicole, like, like that how? almost happened. <laughs> that was like, right. like I text, you know, randomly throughout the day. And Nicole's not allowed to have her phone because mm-hmm. she works in like customer service. So like, you know, randomly I'll just text like, love you. And you had texted me something and I just pulled it up. It was texted. I was like, I'm going to send this to Abby. That would have been so awkward. We're at the level now that I'd be like, okay. Cool. Thanks, Justin. <laughs> yeah. There was like a Twitter thread going around for a while. Oh, if you don't trust your significant other with your phone for 24 hours, then like you shouldn't Ooh. be with them. And I'm like, that's just I wouldn't too much. trust my stuff cat I to 
my mom <laughs> about that like I don't need my significant other. Mom, my stomach hurts because of X, Y, and Z that you don't want your lover knowing about. Yeah. You know what I mean? My thing is about the partner situation is when they go through the phone, would this breakup have happened if you hadn't gone through their phone? Right. And I'm always going to advocate for someone to get out of a really crappy relationship. I agree. I guess in the gray area, in my head, I'm thinking if you had never gone through that phone, would you have broken up with them? And if the answer is yes, then I don't think you should have gone through the phone. The one thing that confused me from the episode wasn't woman number one when she reached out to her was woman number two who said, I saw your photos on vacation. Oh, yeah. Why didn't you reach out? And I get like, there's like, a, oh, I don't want to get involved. I, I feel like eventually she would have known. It might have taken big, a little bit yeah, longer. Two big things to say. You do? <laughs> I do. Two big things to say. Go two ahead. Okay, so first thing number one, when it comes to actually looking through, I have said, I have spread my dirty laundry all over this podcast and I've dated a liar and I've dated a cheater. And to Abby's point, would you have gotten out of the relationship if you didn't see what you saw? Eventually. Look, I have gone through the phone. I'm going to say it like I've gone through a phone, you know, and I have looked at that person knowing they know I have gone through the phone and said, did you do X, Y, and Z? Have you said X, Y, and Z? And, and they, they have no. still said no. And I'm like, I literally saw it. So some things will never get owned up to. Mm -hmm. So it is very important that like, you know, whether you make the decision to look through it or not, like there's been times where I said, I think that this is going on. I'm purposely not going to go through the phone right now because I'm not ready for this relationship to end. There has been times like admittedly, admittedly mm -hmm. that I know I said, I'm not going to look through it because I'm going to see something that's going to give me a reason to dump you. Mm -hmm. Even when you knew something was going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. So that's the thing. It's like you have to, because there's also been times where I've seen stuff and I've been like, I'm not going to bring that up because I don't want to lose them. Mm -hmm. So from your perspective, because we talk about this a lot on the podcast. You're dumbfounded at me right now. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not dumbfounded. I mean, you guys know I have attachment issues. So just the thought of like, I don't know, staying with someone in general is terrifying, but then staying <laughs> with someone when they've done me dirty is like, ah, this is going to sound blunt, but why wasn't it enough for you to break up with them? I think that that's the issue that I still currently have when I just like keep going back to relationships. It's like, how come these things aren't enough? Lexi mm -hmm. starts crying on the podcast. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> no, 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 okay. It's, it's a like, genuine question. Yeah, no, I mean, it is a genuine question. It's like, at what point, play Rihanna like, love the way you lie. At like, what point do yeah. you just say, you know what, final straw? I mean, it's hard. I also think I have attachment issues. I also think that I just like settle and I'm like, you know what, it's whatever. I know you are like brutally lying and cheating to me, but I want to be with you. Well, and I think too, even once you're at that point of the thought process, mm -hmm. the relationship has expiration oh, sure. date at that point. Mm -hmm. You're just delaying it. That's yeah. the best term. Yeah. I've said that to people before. Delaying like, it. Well, there's been like times where I've like hashed something out like recently, like a situation ship. And at the end they were like, I wish it didn't have to end that way. And I'm like, I understand that, but we had an expiration point. Like I, you, that is like, we had an expiration. Because of this said thing that you were doing, you put an end date mm -hmm. on it. They okay. put the end date, not you. That I can relate to because I think I've said the exact same thing about situation ships I've had in the past where it's, I know this relationship is going to end. It's not if, but when. Mm -hmm. And it just feels good to stay with somebody. Mm -hmm. It's still worth the highs of that relationship. Yeah. Another big factor here in this <laughs> whole episode. And like the second we talked about it, light bulb went off in my head. So recently I've been in a situation where I have been cheated on and I did reach out to the other girl. I did make the decision to reach out. And like that with my ex was like, hey, I lost all respect for you. I would have never done that to you. Like yada, yada, yada. Well, that was like then and this is now. Recently it happened again and I got a call from the other girl's oh. sister and she flat out told me on the phone, she goes, I understand you're hurt and all of these things, but you like as a woman should never reach out to the other girl. And I literally hmm. was like, I was looking out for her. I understand your sister is just as hurt as I am in this situation, but who are you to tell me not to reach out to the other person that this other victim? Like so like, how do you guys feel out. about that? Because obviously this episode, it's literally what's happening mm -hmm. because I'm trying to figure out, I'm like, who's the main girl in this situation? Because we have one girl that's literally carrying his child. The one with the child is the one that's going to be affected by this for literally the rest of her life. Well, like, I, when, when we you brought up how suspicious it was that she saw the photos and didn't reach 
out. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, girl number two was a little sus like, because you... in my mind, the thing that happened in my head when I was listening to this interview back is I was like, is she actually pregnant? Because we don't know if they're still together. I thought the same thing about the SCD. Like, was it just, I don't know, like a throw in thing to like maybe get back at him because she found out there was cheating going on mm-hmm. or something. I was wondering if that was a possibility as well. Like, were these things? I didn't feel that way about girl number one because mm-hmm. we've had that conversation on season one, episode nine, where it's like, I just wanted you to have all the information about what was going on. And you shouldn't play around health. with that. Like, that's, yeah. that's legit. Well, but also baby news. Like, you, do, you don't play around with that either. Yeah. Like, right, absolutely. So, I know. So I'm like, to me, it feels more likely that girl number two would be like, well, I'm pregnant with this child, so you need to dump him. Or like, I don't ah, think she actually yeah. said you need to dump him. But to me, that's what it came up like, as. Like, he needs to be with me because I'm because I'm yeah, with, pregnant. with child. Yeah. <laughs> so messy, so messy. I've obviously never been a cheater or a liar. Well, yeah. And, and honestly, there was a point in the podcast where I was like, this guy's got some game. If he has like, he's got like I don't know what Costco is, t- is teaching him in those trainings. Well, and you're talking, he's not tall. He, she did say he was good looking, but like he, if he's got like a, a full on baseball team roster on his phone Literally. that he's hiding from everybody. Six women. And yeah. that's the only ones that we know about. That's what I mean. Okay. I, listen, <laughs> I know it's not right, but damn. What if damn. he's like, I'll get you a discount on a Costco membership, baby, if you go out with me. That they might pay off cheap. at the end. They ain't cheap. They ain't cheap. <laughs> and they will kick you out. You have to show them the receipt on the way out. Yeah, but you have to go in, you have to show them the card. You can't uh, even go yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And like, like, I'll give you at my the one at home, card. I used to be able to go browse, but here it's like, nope, no browsers. Well, that's what yeah. I did. So like like I said, we were looking at potentially getting a membership to one because there's one on my way home, not Costco, a different one. And even that, like I was like just walking through and I was like, why do I need 700 granola bars, granola bars for $7? Like I'm they're all sure going to go bad. Exactly. So speaking of um, showing more than just Costco receipts, what I thought was so interesting was when she brought up the fact that she knew what was going on to this guy, he went into instant denial mode. Mm-hmm. And that's a trend that I've noticed on a lot of these cheating episodes. And I always find it so interesting how they immediately go into denial mode. If this relationship meant enough to you, you're clearly trying to stay in this relationship. Why are you going out to but six also, other people? But that's the other part is like, it, why are you trying to stay in the relationship if you clearly don't care about the relationship from the mm-hmm. actions? And a little teaser, I just did an interview yesterday with somebody who's going to be on season three of the podcast who happens to be a therapist. Mm-hmm. And it's an episode about cheating. And I literally am like screaming at her over Zoom. I'm like, why do people cheat? Have you gotten to the bottom of it? And she's like, girl, I don't even know. I mean, we've had an episode about that from season one where we were talking about reasons why people cheat. I also feel like if the defense of you accusing them to cheat is to say the person that came forward is crazy, that's usually your first sign that they're cheating. Like if they're trying to like discredit the person that brought the evidence, I feel like that's something like lawyers try to do. Like, you know, like you try Mm -hmm. to discredit the witness. If that's their first go-to move, I feel like that's usually right. Oh, for sure. And obviously like my ex is super like love bomby when like they want to make it right and I say all the time I'm like if we're so close have like a really great relationship and you're expressing to me that you want to be with me so bad that like why do you feel like you want to lie to me and all mm-hmm. of these things like that it doesn't mm-hmm. outweigh like your actions like you know because like my ex would get super upset and be like I don't want to be this person who does these things to you I'm like okay so why then why are you doing it? if you're doing it a lot you get really good at lying mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. maybe sounds like this guy probably was because she had no idea I used to say all the time hey if you would have been honest with me about that were you scared to lose me and they say yeah I said okay well these things make you lose me so like were you scared to lose me then because it's like you made the decision to do something that's probably going to lose me but you also like if you were honest there was a couple lies that were told in my past relationship if we would have just talked about it I probably wouldn't have been a big deal but when I found out about it I was like no it's like World War 3 now you can have feelings of love for someone this person may really feel like they love you but Mm -hmm. to me love is so much more than just an emotion like you really do have to choose to 
show love to someone. And sometimes that looks like sacrificing attention from other people. I think I talked about this a little bit in past episodes when I was talking <laughs> about like getting out of the honeymoon stage mm-hmm. because in the honeymoon stage, you don't have to like try at showing love. Like that's just, you just have it. But then once you're out of the honeymoon stage, that's when you have to like make a conscious effort to either bring home flowers, do something that shows I love you. And that's why I'm like, you got to get out of that honeymoon stage so you see how the other person does that when you're just going through the everyday life together at that point. Exactly. I think that's a big part of it. Exactly. <clears throat> I got a scoop. Oh, I forgot. Okay. Bye, bye, Lexi. Sorry. Lexi's taking a big girl phone call. I have to go take a big girl phone call. Good but luck. thanks, guys. Well, Do you think a relationship can survive cheating? <laughs> Lexi, Lexi's walking out. She said it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Can a relationship survive cheating? I don't know. I don't think so. Because at that point, you've already opened that door and it's over. If you're starting to explore other things and that means there's something you're not getting in the relationship and that's not always on the other person, that, that might be on you for not expressing the things that you need. So I, I feel like, no, if, if you cheat. I was talking about this final. with the therapist that I just interviewed. And for me, the sign of a healthy relationship is two people who are making a conscious decision to make the relationship better and to move forward. And when you cheat on someone, it takes you a thousand steps back. Yeah, like you can move forward, but A, obviously the cheating has to stop because that's just taking you a thousand steps backwards. Right. And then you have to make a conscious effort to invest more in that relationship. Like if you can turn things around, okay. Sure. But I also think situation in this cheating scenario also matters. Like if you have kids together, that changes some things. You might be like, okay, I'm sorry I wasn't giving you the affection that you needed and you slipped up Mm -hmm. and slept with so-and-so. It's going to take a while, but like, let's get back on track. It's different. Like the scenario, it's a difference if it's you kissed your coworker after 25 years of marriage. Like, okay, we had 24 great years and you made one mistake this year. At a Christmas party. At a Christmas party. Too many drinks, you know. like You accidentally texted Abby, (laughs) I love you. Like, we can move on from that. Nicole would be like, what the hell? But I know there was no going back in this relationship because it sounds like he even admitted towards the end, he's like, I just won't be able to commit to anybody. Well, and and I would say too, like that scenario is not just one cheating thing. That's like multiple cheating things. And on top of it, there was baggage involved with the cheating. And so that not only closed the door, but probably locked it and then threw away the key. If it's one person, that's fine. But if your partner comes and like, hey, I've been cheating on you with four or five other people, that's like, okay, well, that wasn't even like you trying to find something. That's like, Mm -hmm. you're just done. You're out and it's over. And having to learn to trust after having that kind of betrayal in a relationship, becoming vulnerable in a relationship is already so scary. And then for Mm -hmm. someone to just like see that vulnerability, like laugh at it in the face and basically just stomp on your heart. Yeah, that's the risk you take. And you know, like the beginning of the relationship after the honeymoon stage, that's when you're kind of the most worried about it. And then once the other person has proven to you over and over again that you can trust them, that's when the defense and the walls go away. And then if they break the trust, then that's when it like extra hurts. That's like the, Mm -hmm. the actual betrayal. Like, holy crap. Exactly. All right. So final question. Where do we think the Costco guy from this story and girl number two are? Do we think they're still together? If they had a kid together Mm -hmm. or if they are having a kid together, I hope they don't force it if it's not there. And that's more for the kid. Like don't force a relationship if it wasn't there, but also he has to be there for the kid. So that was kind of my thought because I know you guys were talking about like, oh my God, just be there for the kid, do that stuff. But if being there for the kid also requires you to like still being separate and happy with other things going on, then I guess that's the way it's got to be. That's just how life is. I agree. Even if it's just a co-parenting relationship. But but don't make it toxic. Like, don't be toxic. Yeah. You can't be toxic. I feel like if I were the woman in that situation, I would be pretty pissed at this guy who apparently is sleeping with a bunch of other people, especially if she thought they were, like, exclusive. That's why I don't think that she's actually pregnant because the interviewee also mentioned that she was trying to be friendly with her. Yeah. If I found out that and the guy- And then blocked I, her. I was like, yeah. what's happening? So bizarre. Yeah. I just, like, blocking her because she's probably wondering, like, oh, how's the baby? But if you're blocked, you can't see what's going on. So yeah. that's my theory but I do hope that if she is actually pregnant, the things end well. That's all I'll say. All right, well, that's where I'm going to wrap things up. Thank you so much for coming on, co 
Social Worker Justin. Thanks. And we will see you all next week for another episode of The Breakup Breakdown.